The Armour Men's Health Hour is brought to you by urology specialists. For questions during the week, call us at 512-238-0762 or visit our website at armourmenshealth.com. The Armour Men's Health Hour is a show dedicated to providing information on a variety of medical topics, some of which may include sensitive subject material about penises. All cases discussed have been done with the permission of the people involved and their penises. Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here as always with my co-host Donna Lee. Hello everybody. You know what I think is interesting, Donna, uh, is that about me? yes, um, mm-hmm. uh, you can do the show without me. I couldn't do the show without you. I did that on purpose, by the way. Oh boy. I, I can't, I'm the only one that it's can call it's called making yourself the critical link in the chain. That's right. You can't ever fire me. <laughs> Job security. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's not count on that one. Uh, I'm a board-certified urologist. This show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists. Donna, you're our practice manager. That's right. Through all four practices. That's right. For Round, all four practices. Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs. And our little cute little one in Dripping Springs. Mm-hmm. We love Dripping Springs. It's, it's a so great cute. little place. So if you're looking for an appointment, you need a urologist, uh, you need a general uh, male health checkup, we would love to help you do that and take care of you. One of the uh, health topics that we kind of deal with very commonly is diabetes. I think that when you hear the news, you know that it's more common in, you know, as we get more obesity in our country and it affects testosterone and sexuality and all these things. So we we run into diabetes all the time. Mm -hmm. We are very fortunate to have one of our partners in treating diabetes, Dr. Karim Ozer from Texas Diabetes and Endocrinology. Thanks a lot for joining us again, Karim. Great to be here. Thank you all for having me. Uh, I'll give you an interesting anecdote. We see a lot of men with fertility issues. The next statement I'm going to make makes sense, but is still a surprise to a lot of them, which is that how their overall health is affects the quality of their sperm. So they come to me because they're having trouble getting pregnant, and then we do a bunch of lab tests, and I find a condition of prediabetes or diabetes in like 10% of them. We help them with their blood sugar, and then their sperm counts do better. So I thought maybe you could briefly tell me what is and, and we'll, we'll just kind of focus on type 2 diabetes. What is diabetes? Uh, what is prediabetes? Absolutely. And, and that's a really good point you made about how diabetes affects everything in the body. And the reason for that is simple. Di- diabetes is basically a mismanagement of energy resources. Uh, it's, it's a change in the way the body processes fuels. Just very simply defined, diabetes is defined as a sugar level, a fasting sugar level in the morning of above 126 milligrams per deciliter. And that's not, it sounds like a random number, but it's, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the level of blood sugar above which sugar starts accumulating in different tissues in the body and starts causing problems, potential kidney problems, eye problems, problems with nerve endings, problems with fertility, as you mentioned. So there's that number. And then there's another number that people hear about, which is hemoglobin A1c. And that's a blood test that shows us how your blood sugar levels have been over the past three months. If that number is above 6.5, same idea. That means you just have too much sugar and the way your liver, your muscles, your kidneys process sugar has become very inefficient and you just have too much of it. That's a great point. And I think that people don't understand how sugar having too much of it 
can really mess with you. I remember seeing a slide when I was in medical school where they put the white blood cells in a culture medium, and the white blood cells help us to heal. And if you made the water too sugary, the cells didn't want to move. Too much of a good thing. Too oh, much of a good thing. Wow. And so this is such a – that's so important for our listeners and patients to understand. If you have too much sugar in your body and your body can't process it, your body doesn't work right. All the functions that we have really depend on a delicate balance of being able to use that energy. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. And and there's a lot of factors that play into this. There's hereditary factors. We have so many patients who come to us and say, my uncle, my aunts, my parents, my all my siblings have diabetes. When am I going to get it? Or what can I do to prevent or reduce my risk? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's lifestyle factors. We, we're all living in this super, you know, fast-paced world of drive-through foods and pickups and, um, and anxiety and all these factors, all come together and increase our risk of processing our fuels less efficiently. In many ways, I feel like once you're diagnosed as a diabetic, that kind of sets in motion many things, Mm -hmm. usually medications that you're going to have to start on, lifestyle changes that are kind of expected of you. And maybe it's unfair for me to say, but I feel like you're already on a downward slope once you've been diagnosed. We really take that diagnosis of prediabetes really seriously here mm-hmm. because that's kind of the time we're at the top of the slope, but you're not quite gone over it. Maybe we still have time to save you, you know. Why don't you talk about how did that diagnosis come about? How do we define it? And what do we do about it? That's a really good point because early stages of diabetes and even more importantly, prediabetes is the point where you want to really jump on because the, the good news is by making lifestyle changes, potential use of certain medications, you can, you're can you at a point where you can reverse things, just like you said, be, with before walking into that range where this starts to become detrimental to different tissues and organs in the body. The concept came about uh, because of the realization that, you know, we were talking about that three-month average blood sugar level, that hemoglobin A1C test. So if that number is above 6.5, we know that uh, for most people, sugar starts to accumulate in tissues and and cause problems. If that number is below 5.5, you're safe from that perspective. If you're falling into that 5.5 to 6.5 6.5 range, you're in this area where your your liver, your muscles are on the way to becoming less efficient in processing fuels, your metabolism is slowing down, but you're not necessarily getting a whole bunch of long-term uh, irreversible damage in your body. So that's it's, the time it, to jump it, in. It's your chance to jump in. Mm-hmm. There has been data to show that the use of metformin in that prediabetes population can help kind of stave off some of these side effects. Is that right? Absolutely. But but I see that, you know, when I when I suggest this to patients, kind of their first mind thought is, well, I'm not a diabetic. I shouldn't have to take medicines. And really my argument to them is diabetes is a sequence of damage to different organs. I'm going to give you a pill at a time in which we could maybe not have those, those injuries. And I would agree with that. And a lot of that, of course, boils down to sitting down and having that conversation about, hey, we have this option. You have these hereditary factors, biologic processes that are ongoing in your body. If we put this on, if we bring this on, this may help us reverse this. Um, and, and I always talk about pros and cons. Metformin has been around for many, many years. There's a ton of long-term safety data on it. 
Um, some people may be a little more sensitive to it stomach-wise. It can cause things like nausea, indigestion, things like that. So we would usually start really low and titrate it up slowly. So it's a very safe medication in I, general. I give people six months. Uh-huh. And I say, you have six months, meet my nutritionist, get on ideal protein, mm-hmm. You know, get on a diet. This is not better in six months than you're on a pill. And that's what that's that's my take on it. Mm-hmm. Why do you and you must get frustrated like me when somebody has a prediabetes diagnosis and their primary care doctor didn't treat it? Like that that's always very frustrating to me. Why do you think that happens? And I think there are many factors there. It may be that they had that conversation and the I mean it's just like everything else when you tell someone they have prediabetes, they're going to go through denial and anger and they're, they're going to go <laughs> the through stages of grief stages of <laughs> grief um so the the primary care physician our colleague may have given us a favor by initiating that conversation and the patient was in denial first and they said hey we don't want to do anything right now and by the time they came it's like opening a jam jar <laughs> they, they, they've kind of made it easier for us to open that's right. that jar that's right. uh, by, by <laughs> do, do, jumping on that with that awesome. initial attempt I like that but, uh, and we get to be the heroes by actually opening <laughs> the jar with that last little twist but uh, some of it may be time I mean people present to their primary care physicians then they have a ton of stuff going on they you know they may have a, a broken ankle and a fl- and, and the flu and they, they have a bunch of stuff going on that, that just take precedence over um, since they're acute they take precedence over these long-term issues um, so I think we're you, you're, you're lucky I'm lucky in a sense that we get to focus on one aspect of their life which happens to affect everything else in their life so so it's a really nice point for us to be able to jump in and a really important lesson for patients out there mm-hmm. I mean you may have a lot going on but if you've been diagnosed as a pre-diabetic let's take that seriously you know, you have an opportunity to stave off some really, really bad side effects. And so listen to your primary care doctor. Do your reading. And when recommendations are made, really understand it's coming from a real place of care and concern for you. I would absolutely agree with that. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us for that. Um, On our next segment, I want to talk about common treatments for diabetes. Um, And uh, how do people get a hold of you? Um, so we're Texas Diabetes and Endocrinology. We have three offices in the Austin area, South Austin, Central Austin, and Round Rock. Our phone number is 512-458-8400. And our uh, website is www.texasdiabetes.com. Perfect. And you can get a hold of us during the week at 512-238-0762. Our website is armormenshealth.com. And our email address is armormenshealth.com at gmail.com and you can listen to these amazing podcasts for free wherever you listen to podcasts thanks guys thank you the armor men's health hour will be right back if you have questions for dr mystery email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com